Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney. And what I wanted to share with you today is just a little bit of a story. And then I want to look at the song, Be Thou My Vision, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, and the story begins with my mother who passed away 10 years ago quite suddenly. And it was a massive shock for me because I was very close to my mom and there was absolutely nothing wrong with her. So it came as a huge shock. But one of my mom's and my dad's favorite songs was Be Thou My Vision. And one of the amazing things that Yahweh does with us is when my mom passed away, being an only child, it took quite a toll on me. And the way the news was broken to me was not that great either. But anyway, um, there were a whole lot of circumstances that had to play out before I was able to get back to South Africa to go to the funeral. But when we were driving from Auckland to Wellington, which is about a nine-hour drive, um, I was asking the father, I said, Lord, what happened? I want to see what happened. Take me and show me. And he did. And basically what happened is my mom had gone to bed, and at about 3 o'clock in the morning, this bright light came into the room, and Yeshua stepped out. And he took my mom's hand, and he said, Joan, it's time to go. And she left. And when that happened, I immediately stopped grieving. It was like... um, I knew that the process that had happened was Yahweh and that her time on the earth was finished, that what she had done has, had been accomplished and Yahweh was pleased with her. And so I didn't really grieve for long, and matter of fact, only maybe one and a half days really because of what Yahweh did. But one of the things that my mom really instilled in me was the way I am today. You know, I, am, I was adopted. And when my mom adopted me, she was she had said to the Lord, if you give me a son when he's old, I'll give him back to you. And here I am today serving the Lord, doing these amazing things in terms of the body of Christ. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. And I give all that credit and credence to my mom because she was the one that paid the price. And I think so often we as whether we sons and daughters, we are we can be very grateful and very thankful to our mothers and our grandmothers and those people and even our fathers who have been praying for us and, and pushing us and asking Yahweh, don't forget my son, don't forget my daughter, all this kind of stuff. And so I'm so grateful to my mom and to my dad because I am where I am right now because of them and because of their prayers that they gave up to Yahweh because they filled the bowls of prayer and supplication before Yahweh and he's looked after me my whole life and there were times when I look back on my life and I think man I shouldn't even be alive but I believe it's because of their prayers that kept me alive so that I could fulfill the scroll that Yahweh has for me and so we all have a destiny and we all have a purpose and we all have a scroll and we need to look after them we need to remember that Yahweh has only good things for you and me and sometimes he uses the bad to bring out the good and this is the wonderful thing and on this journey I remember, you know, I grew up in the Anglican church, but one of my parents' favorite songs, which has become one of my favorite songs, almost every time I hear it, my eyes tear up, is Be Thou My Vision. And I want to look at that song, and I want us to just look at this hymn and just look at those words and how powerful they are. It starts, and it says, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart. Just that very statement is so powerful. Be thou my vision. So you're literally saying, Yahweh, I want you to be my everything. I want you to be my vision. When I look, I want to look through your eyes. And I love that second part, O Lord of my heart. You know, that's the one thing is if Yahweh has your heart, then he has your all. And this is so beautiful. So when he is your vision, when you can take what you really want to do and just put it aside and say, Yahweh, it doesn't matter. As long as what I'm doing, you're all in it, then that's good for me.
And I think so often we look at other people's callings and other people's giftings, and we want that. But I want to tell you something. If we just surrender and we say, Yahweh, all I want is you, then let me tell you, you will function and, and at the best capacity you ever could. And you'll be all that you could be because all you have him, which is just absolutely amazing. Naught be all else to me, save that thou art. That's literally saying there's nothing else, Father. There's nothing that can take my gaze from you, my attention from you. You are my everything. And those are just such powerful words. Thou my best thought by day or by night. Is he your best thought? Is that who you're thinking of all the time? Is Yahweh on your mind constantly? You know, the more I walk with him, the more I am so grateful every day for what he's done in our lives, for just everything that he is. And gratefulness for me is one of the key factors of everything that I do. I, I just, there's almost not enough time in the day to say thank you to Yahweh for everything that he's done for us. Walking or sleeping, thy presence, my light. That's how it should be for us. This song is so powerful. This, this hymn is incredible. When you look at those words and you, you actually examine them, walking or sleeping, it doesn't matter where you are. If it's in your dream life, are you dreaming about God? Are you walking and thinking about God? His presence is our light. Be thou my wisdom and thou my true word. Wow. That is just so powerful. We need to have that. We need to have that wisdom of Yahweh flowing through our lives where we don't need the wisdom of man or the knowledge of man. But when you're walking with God and you face different things, there's just this incredible wisdom that comes with that. And it says, and be thou my true word. And that's something that, I don't know, personally, we just don't see that in the church anymore. The truth of the word, be thou my true word. You know, the word is living and active. And this is one thing I just... I love reading the Word, and it's funny in today's circles, especially in this mystical community, when I, when I speak to different people, so few people read the Bible. It's actually quite frightening. But for me, the more I read the Bible, the more I fall in love with them. Like, I love doing word studies, and then when you begin to look at the Hebrew, and you begin to unpack it, and you see how rich the Word is, and how amazing the Word is, and every time I read it, it's like, it's like Jesus and the Lord is coming into me because all those words are so full of light and full of love and full of life. And so I absolutely love this. I ever with thee and thou with me, Lord. That's what the journey is supposed to be. The two of you never separate from one another. You know, the only time you feel far from God is literally because you've moved and you've gone somewhere else. Thou my great father and I thy true son. Wow. I love that. You know, we do have earthly fathers, but there's one father that's greater than all. And I love how he even uses those words, thou my great father. And that's what he is. He is my great father. And he is just so awesome. And me, I'm his true son. And so are you. We are all sons of Yahweh. And it's to remember that and have that, you know, when you have that knowledge that you have a great father and that you're a true son, then there's nothing that can come into your life that will destroy your joy or make you believe less or have less faith. When you know that, when you know you have a great father and you are his true son, there's a security in that. There's a comfort in that. And there's, for me, something that just makes me have no fear whatsoever. Thou in me dwelling and I with thee one. So he's in you. You know, even Yeshua says, as I'm in the father and you are in me, so we are in him. And so there's this community. There's this community of being in Christ, of being in the Father. We are all connected some way, somehow in that. 
And so even though we may have differences and all this kind of stuff, I think one day those differences will just dissipate and become nothing because we will realize that we're all in him and he lives in us and we live in him. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Wow. You know, the thing is that what I found in my walk is that when you pursue Yahweh, and that's all you pursue, all those things, riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise, come anyway. Because Yahweh gives it. He says, seek first me and my kingdom, and then I'll give you all those things. And so I, we don't look for those things. You know, one thing I've learned, especially in... Uh, in a financial thing is that God is my provider. Yahweh is the one that provides for me, not my job, not the different businesses that I have. Yahweh, because I wouldn't have those businesses without Yahweh. And the day he chooses to take them, I still have Yahweh. And that's the thing is we have to look at that. I still have God. Thou are mine inheritance now and always. And that's what it's about. Yahweh is your inheritance. You know, when he divided up the tribes and he gave them land and everything to the tribe of Judah, he says, I'm not giving you anything. I am your inheritance. And that immediately made them the richest of all of them. And so this is what is just absolutely amazing. Thou and thy only first in my heart, high king of heaven, my treasure thou art. Is that what he is to you? Is he first in your heart? Or is your spouse first in your heart? Are your children first in your heart? Is your business first in your heart? Is your intellect or your education first in your heart? You know, Yahweh has to be first. Thou and thou only. Only Him. Because when you make space for Him and He fills all the space of who you are, then all those other things become so much more precious. But He has to be there. He has to be your treasure. And I love how how this, the the hymn calls him high king of heaven because you understand we are all kings and priests and one day we will rule and reign with him or we should even be ruling and reigning now but there is still only one high king and that is Yahweh and and this is what we have to remember that he is the high king of heaven there is no one above him there's no one that compete, can compete compete with him or compare to him and this is what I love about the kingdom of God is that it is so rich and we have a high, heaven, a high king in heaven and we have a great father. And this is just makes this journey so absolutely incredible and amazing. High king of heaven, my victory won. That's it. And that is the beauty of this. When you walk with Yahweh and when you acknowledge him as the all in your life, then you walk in constant victory. It's one of the things that I've found in my life is that trials come and trials go and I'm always victorious because my everything is in him. You know, no matter what the trial is, I mean, several years ago, Sam was diagnosed and told she had bone marrow cancer and it was a devastating news, but because... We chose a different path. They wanted her to go on chemo, and we said no. And I'm not saying don't go, and, you know, don't go on chemo. We just made that decision as a family, and we said forget it. We're not going to do that. We trust Yahweh, and we just got into him. And Sam got into so much joy, and now years down the track, she is absolutely fine, doing better all the time. And this is what it's about: being in Yahweh. It's about being in that place with Him and having Him as your all. Because when He's your all, what can touch you? This is the thing that we have to understand. This, the, this, this thing about the reality of the spiritual world has to be more real than it is in, in the natural. You have to believe that it is so real. 
May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun, heart of my heart, uh, uh, heart of my own heart, whatever befall. So what that's saying is, may we reach those heights of heaven and the joys of heaven. May we rejoice with him because he is our bright heaven's son, is Yeshua. He, the, our heart should be beating in the same vein as his heart, with the same rhythm of his heart. And whatever befalls us, still be my vision, O ruler of all. So what that's saying is if, if Yahweh is your vision, no matter what comes, no matter what comes in your life, no matter the trials of life, if he remains your vision, everything's going to be okay because he is the ruler of all. So if you're going through a tough time, hand it to him and let him rule over that tough time. This is the wonder of the cross. This is the wonder of the gospel is that we have a father who cares for us more than our earthly father ever could. And he wants to see the best for us and all things are for good. And this is what we always have to remember is this is the God that we serve. And so I, I just, I just remember my parents because both of them have passed and I honor them and I thank Yahweh for them. I thank that. I, I thank God that this was their anthem, be thou my vision. And I want that to be my anthem and I want it to be your anthem that Yahweh always remains in the forefront of our lives, in the forefront of everything that we do, whether you're in business for yourself, whether you're a pensioner, whether you're a young teenager, whether you're still trying to figure out what you're supposed to do in life, whether you have a family, whether you don't have a family, whatever that is, wherever you are in life, whether you're out of work, in work, whether you're going through struggles, whether you're sick or well, let him always be your vision. Let him always be what's in the forefront of your mind and in the forefront of your life always giving him praise and always giving him thanks and always giving him adoration because I know from experience that when I show gratitude to God, when I'm appreciative of what he's done for me, he just seems to do more and more. And you know, when that scripture says David was a man after my own heart, that's literally saying he has someone that wasn't perfect. He was a murderer. He was an adulterer. But when he messed up, what did he do? He always returned back to God. His vision was always Yahweh. And I think that is so important. So if you want to be a man or woman after God's own heart, your, has, your vision has to be God. Has to be that. I know we all have different visions. And I, I had a vision for, for the, even this podcast. It was a vision. But I believe the vision came because my main vision is God. And when your main vision is God, the ideas come. When your main vision is God, wisdom and prudence and all the, the seven spirits of God and the handmaids of wisdom begin to gather around you because they want to know how they can help you because they see that you're fully reliant on Yahweh. So I want to bless you and I want to thank you and I just want to say I hope you enjoyed this. Bless you guys. Amen.